Hello and welcome to your weekly diary episode. Now, I know you're used to these coming to you from beautiful Byron Bay, but I've just moved to LA, so these episodes will now be coming to you from the land of dreams. I'll be sharing all things LA life, places I go, people I meet, and things I do, all in a bid to inspire you to have the courage to chase your own dreams. Big love from LA, the city of angels. Hello there. Welcome to, why do my headphones feel a little bit weird? I'm going to, do you know what I'm going to do? Oh, that's way better. I've got one headphone on one ear and then I've got one ear free. So I can, I've got a better understanding of my levels. Boss says I'm not good at understanding my levels, so I'm determined to get on top of it. Welcome. I've already yabbered too much. So Friday episode pod, this is your diary episode. So for the last four and a half months, it's come to you from LA. For the six months previous that, it came to you from Byron Bay. Today, it's coming to you from Hotel Quarantine in Sydney. As I record this, I am on day nine slash 10. And the reason why I say nine slash 10 is because when you check in, day one is zero. So you technically have to do 14 nights and then you get out on the 15th day. So I didn't count the first day. I just counted it as zero. So I've been writing on everything that's day nine, but like you and I both know I've been here 10 days, just so you know. So here we are. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to share with you like my hacks. I'm going to share with you like what's got me through. I'm going to tell you like honestly the days I've struggled with. Today is kind of one of those days. I've ordered a juice cleanse to arrive. I think it gets here tonight. So I'll do a juice cleanse the next two days, which I'm really excited for because I've been making a lot of my own food, but I still have some of the hotel food. Like I kind of do a little bish bash bosh. Like I take the protein from theirs and I'll add it to a salad or greens. But I like, and I still have some of the treats and stuff. They delivered a hummingbird cake yesterday, which a lot of people don't know what a hummingbird cake is, but it's kind of like a banana cake. Imagine a banana bread, but with little bits of pineapple. I think that's the trick to a hummingbird. Anyway, it was really, really good because they do all gluten-free for me. Uh, And I'm feeling just a little bit like probably because I've had a bit of sugar, not sugar, but my little hummingbird situation. I'm just having a little sip, one sec. I made something delicious I'll tell you about in a sec. So, yeah, today I'm feeling a bit – so my rough days were the weekend. So the weekend for me I think was day four and five or – no, five and six was the weekend for me. And then yesterday was a public holiday Monday. Oh, no, I've got my days totally effed up. So whatever the weekend was, you lose lose full concept of time in here – Weekend was tough because I'm someone that's like productive, likes to be a planner, likes to achieve things. And on the weekends, of course, I've got no meetings booked in. I had one podcast on Sunday, which really had a huge impact on my day. Like I really enjoyed Sunday as a result of it. So yeah, weekends for me, obviously that says so much about my psychology and that I love to be working and I love to be working towards something. Uh, I've had a second COVID test since I spoke to you last. The Australian COVID tests are no joke, like such monarchy. Like it goes all the way. So first of all, it goes all the way to the back of the throat. Then it goes right up to the top of your schnozzle on one nostril, then the other. In 
America, because I had to do obviously a pre-travel COVID test, the proper PCR one, it was just like a tiny little nothing in one nostril job done. So I don't know, somebody's missed the memo, but it's much easier to get a good COVID test in America. Although people have written to me and said that there's been great COVID tests in Australia now, I've just not copped them. So I've been told to exhale through my nose as they're doing it. So I might try that because I've got two more I've got to do. Okay, yeah, so weekends are harder for me. I struggled yesterday. Why did I struggle yesterday? I had so much on. I had three podcasts on, which was awesome, that I'm I'm doing a lot of podcasts as a guest because the book's coming out really soon. So it's so much fun. I By the time I get out of quarantine, I will have recorded 12 podcasts as a guest, which that feels cool. Like I feel cool about that and I keep sharing them too. I've already come out. I'll always share them on stories and whatnot. Uh, I haven't recorded any for uh, this, fearlessly failing, because you know me, I'm a stickler. I'm just obsessed with real life. I don't know why. I just think because I did all last year when we were in Torquay in Victorian lockdown, I think I just was like, I just really want to do real life. That said, tomorrow the boss is interviewing me for... I'm losing such track of time yet. It'll be next Monday's episode. We're doing a full-blown quarantine episode. So I'll do. I'll make sure I put a question and answer box on the old grandmas so we answer all your questions. Okay. Here's my quarantine hacks. If anyone has to do it or if you're listening to this and you're still in lockdown and you're like getting that lockdown fatigue and feeling really crappy, here's some stuff that have made game-changing differences to me. So first of all, no, I cannot leave my hotel room. I get asked that question every day. You cannot leave your hotel room. No one can come in. You cannot go out. In fact, they accidentally sent me somebody else's groceries. So I am room 1202 and they accidentally sent me room 202's groceries to me. And I called them straight away and I was like, yo, um, somebody sent me and I felt really bad because it was like um, corn chippies, salsa, and then they had big tonic waters, so I knew they were making gin tons, and I felt so bad. I was like, oh, this person really needs a gin ton right now. And I called downstairs, and they were really good because all the stuff was closed. It wasn't fruit or veggies that I'd handled. Um, I just had to put them straight outside my door, and they sanitised them, and um, they had to then stay untouched for an hour, and then they'd send them to the other room. So I felt I was happy that person, room 202, whoever you are, got your um, – snacks and tonic water. But these are the hacks that I have for you. Uh, So the first thing that made a huge difference, I talked about this on the last week diary episode, is ordering a treadmill. So I ordered a treadmill. It's $295 for the entire 14 days. It's awesome. Uh, I try to do 10,000 steps a day. I missed one day. Like I think the day I got my period, I was feeling like crap and I missed that day. But every other day I have done 10,000 steps. Uh, That's game changer. I do have windows that open a certain amount, like a few inches. And so like I just like I've been wearing jumpers on the cold days and just having the windows fully open all around the space. So fresh air. So if you're in Melbourne lockdown and I know you guys are allowed to leave the house, but like fresh air is game changer. I'll never take that for granted ever again. Boss sent me fairy lights. And what I do now, as soon as it gets dark, fairy lights go on. I light a candle. I've been watching shows, which I'm going to tell you everything I've watched and binge watch whatnot. Uh, and it's it just another friend of mine 
Jen sent me a candle and I light my candle, turn the fairy lights on and it's really nice and I completely switch off. I do a little bit of Instagram work but other than that I don't do any kind of work. So that's been really nice. Fairy lights, treadmill, fresh air. I would say they're the things that have had a huge impact. Also I've seen, I mean all the quarantine, hotel quarantine Facebook groups and I've seen the food that people have been delivered and mine has been amazing in comparison to that and I think the hack there is as soon as I checked in and when I was on my flight, you got to fill out a travel declaration thing, I said gluten-free, which I am a gluten-free person, but because it's gluten-free, you're getting a lot more veggies, a lot more fruit, protein and maybe less carby, starchy things. I'm not sure. I definitely don't eat everything they send me. Like some, I'm not a huge white rice fan and, you know, there are some things I don't eat, but it does mean that I'm getting a little bit more nourishing foods. Like I've been sent poke bowls. I've been sent like yesterday I got sent a miso. Um, I've been sent like a lot of roast veggies and protein for dinner. So there are definitely uh ways to kind of like get healthier options. And of course, you're allowed to do Woolies orders. Another hack with ordering Woolies, I didn't know this, but Boss did my first Woolies order and he's like, oh, it's got to be over $50 for them to deliver it. And I was like, okay, so we ordered like extra eggs or something. But last night I just wanted an avocado to go with my dinner that I was making and some almond milk to make hinterland hot chocolate. And I just ordered it via Woolies on Uber Eats and it was $1.99 to deliver. So I don't know if you already knew that, but ordering it on Uber Eats is, seems like a smart way to go if you don't want to buy like 50 bucks worth of stuff. And then, of course, ordering a juice cleanse, that'll arrive tonight. So I get to do a two-day juice cleanse. Then that'll see me through, I think, all the way to day 11. And then I've only got three days left, so I'll probably – or four days left. So I'll do one more Woolies order and that should get me through. Interesting, though, I don't know. Like I've spent the morning like searching flights. So technically Sydney will still be in lockdown. And even though I live in Byron Bay, which is New South Wales, there's no flights. (laughs) There's no flights out. So I don't know what I'm meant to do. The police officers have a discussion with you when you check in and they go, how are you going to get to your next destination? And I'm like, I said, well, either my boyfriend is going to have to drive and pick me up or um, I'm going to have to get a plane. And and they said, don't book anything until day 12 because that's your final COVID test. So you get COVID tested, I think it's day two, day seven, day 12, and then you have to do another one two days after you escape, escape, leave. And um, if any of them are positive, you'll know about it, you'll hear, and I think they move you to a different facility and or you stay longer, one of the two, I'm not totally sure. Um but if if they're all negative, you hear nothing. So I've heard nothing. So I'm presuming both of my tests have been negative. And my test before I flew out was also negative and I'm fully vaccinated. Anyway, I digress. I don't know how I'm going to get home is what I'm getting at. So I'm, you know, the travel agent I told you that helped me get here, she's going to help me get to Byron too. But I'm meant to be back in Sydney on the 13th for a meeting. So I have no idea. It just feels like one big, this whole journey feels like one big palaver but uh, lucky and exciting and what a journey, right? I think you can only just, you know, take it all in your stride. Okay, few fun discoveries. What is that word I have? Uh, my routines, I've got my routine. Routine did make, it does make a difference. So I usually get up, have a lot of coffee, black, 
so I don't add anything to it and then I'll do, try and pump out uh, over half my 1,000 steps, so I tr- 10,000 steps. So I try to get to the 5,000 mark before any meetings because then all you got to really do is get on for 10 and 20 minutes like three or four times and you've kind of hit it for the rest of the day. The other thing um, – yeah, I do, love doing coffee straight up and then I love moving my body straight up. I have been really slack with yoga. I haven't done any yoga. I've been doing squats. So I just do 10 squats like throughout the day like five to ten times. So then you're hitting off between 50 and 100 squats. And then I've got some bands and stuff. So I do like band stuff to open my chest and my spine. But I have been really, really, really lazy with yoga. So I think from tomorrow I really want to try and get a little bit of yogs back in the bodo. Okay, discovery time, discovery time. You know I love Lola Coffee. You know I own Lola Coffee along with the boss and our friend Rob. But recently we launched Hinterland Hot Chocolate, which has got ashwagandha. I can't say this word properly, Shisandra. Oh, I said it perfectly. It's my list but gets in the way, Shisandra. No, you're doing good, Uh, which is an amazing hormone modulator and so many other things. It's so good for you. And then you've got your ashwagandha for stress and calm and then we've got maca powder in there, another hormone modulator. And anyway, it's an adaptogenic hot chocolate and I've been having it in like the afternoons and evenings as like a little treat with almond milk and we don't sweeten it with anything. It just We just use monk fruit. And... um, Someone wrote to me and said, what about a mocha? And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I just made it before this pot. I deliberately did it before the pot. I'm just going to have one more sip of it. Mm. So delish. So I made exactly on the pot. Like I just – so I just measured my milk. So I used almond milk. You can use any milk though. Boss only likes to use oat, uh, We've done it with macadamia and coconut before too, both delicious. If you drink dairy, yumbo, whatever whatever floats your boat. But I just filled up like one mug, one drinking mug of almond milk, put it on the stovetop and then I put in a heap tablespoon of the hinterland hot chocolate and then I just heat it up with a whisk. And the whisk makes it nice and gives it kind of like a that beautiful like froth on top. And then I just got one sachet of Lola coffee. I didn't add it straight to the pot because I wanted to make sure it was dissolved and already in liquid form. So I just tipped the Lola coffee sachet, which, as you know, is instant coffee with lion's mane. And I just put a tiny bit of hot water into a different, well, you can do your mug or whatever, into a the cup that I drink coffee out of. So it looked effectively like a little espresso shot is kind of what it looked like. So just a little bit, like a, not even a shot of hot water, boiling water. Let that melt because that will dissolve straight away. And then I just tip that dissolved um, Lola coffee into my hot chocolate concoction, whisk it for another minute, Bob's your uncle. And mighty delish is the outcome. Having one more sneaky sip. Mm. Ooh, so good, so creamy. And like I said, no sugars. We sweetened with monk fruit. Anyway, I wanted to let you know I've done a mocha. Whoever wrote to me on Lola coffee asking me to try it, can confirm, 10 out of 10. Righto, let's talk TV shows. P.S., another thing I've been very lazy with just because I feel like I'm admitting everything to you here. I haven't been reading. I'm a reader. I'm an avid reader. I didn't read in LA because I was learning scripts all the time and I was writing a few TV show concepts. I haven't been reading. I have been sent uh, from my publishers three or four different books though. Haven't started. I started one and it's really cool but it's set in Melbourne and because I've been like watching shows in America and being in America I was like kind of finding it hard to get into the groove of but I think I'm going to 
pick it up again today because it was a really easy writing style style to kind of like immerse yourself into. But, yeah, I've been super lazy on the reading front and I'm looking at a pile of one, two, three, four books, four books lower and I haven't read any of them. And I bought back some magazines from LA, read them in a heartbeat, didn't I just? Of course. Righto, TV shows. I have got some pearlers for you. Everybody's telling me to watch Squid Games. They say it's a combination of Hunger Games and Saw. That's what my friend Locke wrote to me. I don't know that I I was never a Saw person. I never saw Saw. It's like a horror. Anyway, boss is like, I'll wait for you. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's a movie that is about to be launched on Netflix. We're not about. It's not coming out till December. But it looks amazing with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Ariana Grande's in it. There's more. It's got an epic cast. Meryl Streep's in it. It's called Don't Look Up. Look up the trailer. The trailer is amazing. I watched the trailer just yesterday, which is why I am like obsessing over it right now. Okay, but here's what I've watched in quarantine. So basically what I do is I'll put my fairy lights on, I light my candle, I move my laptop so that I watch it in the lounge area, couch area. So I'm quite the Henry Cavill fan, as the Bosco knows, but I'd never seen him as Superman. I'd only seen him in the show Witcher, which I'm a huge fan of. I listen to the soundtrack all the time. I wrote half my book to that soundtrack. I love that it's fantasy. I love the he's got a very raspy, low register to his voice. So it's so just it's just so much fun to be in that world and watch that. So that show's called The Witcher. And fun fact, the intimacy coach that I interviewed, Lizzie Talbot, I'm pretty sure her name is. I interviewed her on the podcast right after Bridgerton came out, who basically coordinated all the sex scenes in Bridgerton. I should find out what episode that is for you, but it's actually I will. I've got my phone right here. But interestingly, um, when I interviewed her, I saw that she, um, Lizzie Talbot, so I'm just looking up so you can save you time. Lola Berry, this is what I do when I'm ever looking up. Lizzie Talbot, here we go. Episode 83 came out January 25th last year, this year. Episode 83, Fearlessly Failing, Steamy Bridgerton Sex Scenes with Intimacy Coordinator Lizzie Talbot. Okay, so fun fact, when I was interviewing Lizzie, I had deep-dived her. I deep-dived all my guests and like literally like 12 hours minimum each guest and I saw she was working on The Witcher and I'm a Witcher mega fan and I was like, we're halfway through the interview and I was like, oh, my goodness, I saw on your IMDb or whatever it's called, whatever that thing that all like actors and producers and writers and everything are on. It's like a creative hub thing, like a LinkedIn for creatives. And uh, I was like, I saw that you're working on The Witcher and she was like, I'm so sorry, it's embargoed, I can't talk about it, you'll have to pull it out of the podcast. And I was like, no. So she couldn't talk about it but we did after we'd stopped recording. And so she, the one, the season two, which I think is dropping at the end of the year, December 17th, I also wrote that one in my diary, uh, she's the intimacy coach on that. So that's really, really cool. I should get her on for part two, shouldn't I? Because I just love The Witcher. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, that was the fun fact. So episode 80, did I say 85 or is it 83? God, Lola, you're not doing very good. Episode 83 if you want to hear that. So she's the sex coordinator, intimacy and sex coordinator for Bridgerton but also season two of The Witcher and I'm re-watching season one. I'm a huge fan but because I hadn't, I'm a huge Henry Cavill fan but... 
I hadn't seen him in Superman as Superman and the movie is called Man of Steel. Watched it, liked it, like Witcher even more though because I just think I like that genre more. But, yeah, it was very good and I listened to the soundtrack. I'm a soundtrack nerd. Have I admitted that to you before? I don't know that I have. I write to soundtracks. I love sound. I really love dark really dark and ominous soundtracks because they got the Brahms in them. They're like, they're really, um, that was a very bad example of it. <laughs> but um, Matt calls it the Brahms, the Batman sound. That is true. Also, speaking of Batman, I really want to watch The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. As you know, Heath Ledger is one of my favourite actors. So Man of Steel, watched it, loved it. Definitely like Henry, love that I'm talking to him as if I know him, bit gruffer and a bit messier. So in um, Superman, he's like Clark Kent vibes. He's like super classically handsome and clean shaven, but I probably am a bit of a fan of him messier, which he is in some scenes, so I definitely got my fix. Anyway, uh, and then Witcher, but I'm already, I think I'm already four episodes in and I'm like, Shivers is only eight episodes, so I'm trying to pace myself, otherwise it'll all be finished in two nights. So instead of watching Witcher last night, I watched, re-watched um, Ted Bundy with Zac Efron and Lily Collins incredible movie. I watched it as well. I said to Matt, I'm going to rewatch Ted Bundy because it freaked me out last time. I watched it. But because I'm in hotel quarantine and I know that there is military literally at my door, I feel very safe. So I may rewatch Mindhunter for the same reason. I totally loved it. Mindhunter is amazing. It's basically um, the story, I think it's set in the 70s or 80s of like two forensic detectives that were pioneers in interviewing serial killers and rapists and murderers uh, about their psychology. And famously, the co-ed killer, I think his name is Ed, if someone's listening is going to be knowing it straight away, Ed, Ed Chapman, Ed, Ed, anyway, he famously helped these guys. This is all a true story, by the way. Who is the co-ed killer? Do you love that I'm just like looking stuff up as we do it? Great, here we go. Ed, Ed, Edmund Kemper. So this is all true, uh, this show Mindhunter, and this guy Edmund Kemper basically helped these forensic detectives figure out why murderers return to the scene of the crime, why there's like a sexual desire linked with it, uh, If is it like linked to childhood stuff, mum stuff, dad stuff, like, you know, I think he was really gruesome. I'm pretty sure that he murdered people and buried their heads under his mum's bed, like bed window, really full on. But he helped these detectives. And to this day, apparently if you listen to an audio book, in a library in America, it's his voice narrating it because that's like he does all the civilian duties in jail. He's like known as one of the like most helpful serial killers that is in jail. Very, very fascinating. Anyway, so I loved Mindhunter but it freaked me out totally. Amazing score as well. So I never rewatched it because it was too scary. But now that I have military looking after me on the other side of the door, I kind of feel okay to watch the scary stuff. So, yeah, I watched Ted Bundy last night. I think Zac Efron is phenomenal in it. I also think Lily Collins is insanely amazing in it. And another amazing story and I've interviewed Candace Fox on this podcast before who is an amazing crime fiction author here in Australia, best-selling author, arguably one of the biggest. And she said that his wedding proposal is her favourite. He literally proposed to the lady that became his wife in 
court in Florida, which is a legally binding marriage, and they became married on the spot. Very fascinating, very eerie. I didn't expect to be talking to you about Mindhunter today. Anyway, we actually get told in acting school in LA where I've trained to buy the Mindhunter book. So the show is based on a book. And we get told, we got told to buy this book, which I've just ordered off Booktopia to arrive when I get home to Byron Bay uh, because we need to understand psychology and because it is the understanding of human behaviour, you know, it's really fascinating and apparently do not hold me to this but my um, the person who owns the school that I trained at, Ivana Chubbik, so it's called the Ivana Chubbik Studio in LA, she taught Charlize Theron and both her and Charlize Theron are both fascinated by, you know, the mindset and the psychology and the psychopathy of serial killers and so I think Charlize Theron has a producing credit on the show. Could be wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I could be and that was a very long-winded story. Right, so I've watched Man of Steel, Superman with Henry Cavill. Am I saying his name right, P.S.? Witcher, I'm halfway through. I'm trying to pace myself. Otherwise, I'll just binge watch it. Ted Bundy, I watched. I had been so excited for this season of Animal Kingdom, you guys, because it wasn't out in America. And then I got back to Australia and I was like, to boss, oh my goodness, it was the first thing I watched. Didn't love it. Did not love it. The only thing that I did love, even though it's not set in Los Angeles, it's shot all over Los Angeles. I was like, oh, that's where I go wash my car. Oh, that's right. Like it's you can see all the iconic, not iconic, but like such very um, I, uh, spots that if you've been in LA, you'll know where they are. And when I was at school, uh, someone from my class had done a, p- a piece on it on this next season that's due to come out and played a, uh, like a character that had to come on and be in some, I think it was like a drug bus scene or something like that. So that'll be out. And I think we're up to season, I want to say season five, but maybe not. And then it'll, she's in the next season. Anyway, didn't love this season. Am I wrong? Am I being mean? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't love it. So I kind of watched it and then I was like, was that the final episode? Like I just, it just all felt a little bit up in the air for me. Also, obviously I miss Smurf. Smurf was a, although she was quite mean, she was a integral character. She was kind of like the matriarch. Next show I watched was Clickbait, which funnily enough, although it's set in some, I don't know where, is it set in Chicago or Seattle? It's set somewhere in America, but I think it was shot a lot of it in Melbourne during the pandemic. The lead actor is Adrian Grenier. I hope I'm saying that right. And he's um, from Entourage, the lead guy of Entourage. Loved Entourage. Watched the whole, I watched the whole series on my way to LA. Oh, no, did I watch the whole series? I definitely watched some of it on my way to LA on the flight. And the series I watched on the way home, Younger. Oh, love that show. I never get to watch it though. So I used to watch it when I lived in Elwood and my housemate had Stan, but I haven't watched it since and it's such a good show. Such a – and all set in New York. Okay, so back to clickbait. Watched it, had heard so much about it. Everyone was like it's a good binge one. I thought it was a good binge one too and it wasn't super long so I didn't feel like I was able to watch it within a few days. Uh, It was psychological, it was eerie but I didn't get nightmares so that's good. Um, It was like I definitely could not pick the antagonists. Like I did not pick. I thought for sure – don't want to give anything away, but I was like, oh, the wife's in on it. The wife set him up. Like I, I didn't trust the wife, but 
yeah, I did not pick the baddies, put it that way. So, yeah, they're the shows I've been watching and, um, yep, the Lola Coffee Mocha is Game Changer. I'm just, I'm pumped to do a juice cleanse because I'm getting a little, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of cabin fever, although I feel pretty lucky. Like, let's be honest, I got on a flight, I made it back to Australia, you know, my window's open, like how lucky the sun is shining. I'm looking over Darling Harbour now, like it's incredibly beautiful. So I'm very, very, very lucky and I don't, do, do not take this opportunity for granted don't know how I'm going to get to Byron. I'm sure I'll keep you posted on that when I do next week's check-in. So Monday's episode that just came out was with Australian actor Sam Webb. He's unreal. If you want to hear an amazing Aussie accent, go listen to it. And then next Monday, so this is going to come out on Friday, so next Monday's episode will be, have I been going for 30 minutes? Holy mackerel. I thought it'd be Snappy Tom's one because I've been in quarantine, haven't done much. Uh, And then next one's, well, actually the boss is interviewing me about the whole quarantine experience and uh, how I've found her mental mental struggles and whatnot. Another hack, I had my therapy session. So I booked my therapist for literally day three. I was just like, and we didn't even touch on quarantine. We just were like talking about life and goals and passion and career and exciting stuff, you know. All right, my friends, happy Friday. I'm going to finish off this mocha. Thank you also for all the wonderful support while I've been in quarantine and words of kindness and thanks for all the Lola Coffee love and the book love. I'm so excited to bring the book to life officially out November 1. So big love, my friends. I think the next diary is going to be coming to you from Byron Bay. That's exciting. So that'll be like a five-month, that would have been five months away. Oh, my goodness, what's the first thing I'm going to do? Hopefully jump in that Broken Head Ocean. Broken Head's our favourite beach. Oh, can't wait for a beach swim. Mega, mega love. Uh, Thank you. I'm yabbering. Bye.